0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Shire Salvos podcast. My name is Jack Clifton. I've got my wonderful wife and uh, great assistant Claire alongside me. Claire, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm so good.
0: So another week of the Shire Salvos podcast, although it's sad that we're not uh, with you in person to be uh, attending church, it's only a week away until uh, we are back in uh, the church walls and looking forward uh, to enjoying fellowship uh, with you all. We've got a really good podcast for you guys uh, today or tonight, whenever you might be listening to it. Uh, Beth Twyvey is going to be uh, preaching to us from uh, Colossians chapter 3, verses 15 to 17, so we've got that coming up a little bit later and uh, we'll be going through all the latest news and alerts and everything uh, that's happening uh, in uh, the life of the church at Shire Salvers and uh, yeah excited to, to bring that to you so um, yeah big thanks to everyone that's been tuning in and listening over the last couple of weeks we've uh, just been able to get the podcast up on Apple podcast and also Spotify uh, so uh, hopefully you're able to listen to it there as well as through uh, the Podbean website and the Podbean app so I hope that uh, yeah it is uh, all coming through for you nicely and uh, you're able to uh, listen to this Shire Salvers podcast each week but let's not not waste any more time let's get into our uh, Sutherland Shire uh, news and alerts for uh, Shire Salvos this week and uh, Claire uh, what uh, what is making news in the life of uh, Shire Salvos this week?
1: Yeah so I guess we're in that season of Lent leading up to Easter in a couple of weeks time and this time of year in the Salvation Army world we always participate in the self-denial appeal so Um, This year is no different. So this week is week two of the Self Denial Appeal and we're exploring um, some programs that are happening in Brazil. So this week um, you can jump online selfdenial.info and look at this week's video uh, where Salvationists over in Brazil started a ministry in their living room and now Years later, um, there's 200 children that come into this children's ministry program every single day. So Mm. I guess that's just one of the examples of the programs that the financial resources we give during self-denial go Mm. towards all around the world. So that's
0: exciting. Yeah, fantastic initiative that has been running for a long time. So, uh, yeah, if you're you're interested in that, uh, you can certainly find out uh, more information uh, about that on the Shire Salvos website. Uh, Claire, i have also got our forthcoming service coming up on this forthcoming Sunday, the 7th of March. People that are listening that might not have uh, rejoined church of yet or uh, have got a few questions about um, how they can, uh, I guess, register and that kind of stuff, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Yeah, so can you believe it is March already? Crazy. That is just crazy. So, yeah, to register for services, you can jump online, shiresalvos.org.au and just follow the links to the Eventbrite page where you can um, either book for 9 a.m. or 10.15 a.m. It's been really encouraging Mm. being back gathering as a church. Um, This is our third time back for 2021. So, yeah, really encourage you to get in early and register for those services for you and your family.
0: Yeah, really excited to be heading to church. I'll be able to come next Sunday. with our first <laughs> church service in almost a year. So I'm very excited about it. And uh, yeah, looking forward to, to saying hi to uh, some lovely people uh, within church there. Uh, our next bit of news is the World Day of Prayer 2021, which is supporting Vanuatu. So that is happening on Friday, the 5th of March. So we're obviously recording this on a Sunday evening. So this forthcoming Friday, and it's going to be held at the Uniting Church uh, Central Road at Miranda uh, at 2.30pm. So you do need to know that uh, due to COVID restrictions, there won't be any refreshments served. Or you can bring your own refreshments, uh, or you can go uh, to the nearest cafe there. So, uh, if you want any more information on that, you can contact uh, Mark or Kim uh, in the uh, the office there at Shire Salvo's Menai. Um, Claire and I, just a a little, I guess, offshoot of that. Claire and I, our honeymoon was at Vanuatu, and yeah, Mm -hmm. we were, um, I guess, overcome with the generosity and the love that was shown by a lot of the the people that we came into contact with there. So, yeah, a really good thing to be praying for our Pacific neighbours that sometimes um, don't have the Leisurely things that we have here in Australia And, and particularly through uh, this COVID world as well So that's being held at the Miranda Uniting Church 2.30pm on the 5th of March uh, If you want to get in contact uh, with anyone Specifically uh, for that event uh, Betty Only is the person to chat to Or you can uh, direct them to uh, Mark and Kim At the church office at Shire Salvos Menai uh, The Fiji Scholarship Funds so that is uh, finished So a big thank you to anyone Who has uh, contributed to their uh, 2020 Christmas appearance Uh, so last week 6,000 Australian dollars was sent to the Fiji Student Scholarship Fund and so that's going to help young people in Fiji achieve their dreams of a higher education and I guess Shia Salvos has had a a pretty good connection with Fiji with a couple of mission trips over there in recent years Claire and good to see that money um, going and helping uh, a lot of kids over there um, get some great education, higher education to help them long term in their lives as well
1: yeah, definitely. It's really exciting. We've had that partnership with Fiji and um, yeah, all the best to those students that are receiving this, these
0: funds. Uh, And our last couple of uh, messages we have for you are are in regards to uh, jobs. So uh, there are some job opportunities um, at Shire Salvo's Miranda location. So they're looking for an emergency relief worker and also a case worker uh, to be joining uh, that team over there. So both roles are part-time. So again, if you've got any queries about that, you want a bit more information, uh, you can contact Coralie or Mark. Uh, And alongside that, there's also um, some volunteer opportunities uh, in that community services uh, stream out there at Miranda. So they need some volunteers. So again, uh, Coralie uh, and Mark are the the people that you want to get in contact uh, with there if you want to be uh, involved uh, with that. Uh, so that is all the news that we have uh, for you. So you're completely up to date with everything that's happening uh, in the life of the church at Shire Salves in both the Menai and Miranda location. Uh, we're about to have the message uh, from Beth Twivey. Before we get into that, Claire, you're going to read the Bible for us this week.
1: Colossians 3, starting at verse 15, it reads Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father
0: through him. We thank Claire for that Bible reading. And now we've got the message from Beth.
2: Trouble can happen to great people. And great things happen to people that we might think deserve different. And when I read the Bible, God's word to us, I see it reflected there as well. There's an account in the book of John, chapter 4, And Jesus is back in Cana, in Galilee, and he meets a royal official. This would have been a man with status and wealth and privilege. But he still experiences the same things everyone does. Someone he loves hurts. In fact, the Bible says his son lay sick close to death. He's a man in a position of authority what you might call a military man. He's used to giving orders, commanding others, getting quick response. Imagine a man like this being presented with a problem that he feels out of control of. But he's heard about Jesus and so he goes to him. And the Bible says that he has traveled to Cana. And the distance from where he lived in Capernaum would have been about 27 k's as we know it today roughly from here where I am today to the city of Parramatta. A Couple of years ago, Alan Staines did what he called the walk for life. He walked from Canberra to Sydney to raise awareness of people who have experienced the loss of someone because of suicide, eight Australians a day. Alan's walk is for them and he's 86 and he was determined to bring to light this plight on our nation, of precious lives gone and the people they've left behind. When you're on a mission for something, a distance seems irrelevant and Alan's walk is proof. And it was proof for the Royal official too. He had traveled all that way and here he was asking, begging, pleading of Jesus. And Jesus replied in verse verse 48, Unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, you will never believe. It sounds actually like a bit of a harsh response from Jesus. And we might think as we read it, Boy, Jesus, where's the the bedside manner? Where's the feelings check? We need to remember here that a strong thread through the ministry of Jesus in the few years before his death and resurrection what would be the greatest sign and wonder was the physical healing of many many people that accompanied the spiritual healing and the crowds had come to expect this and look for it people experiencing blindness were being were now able to see those suffering from leprosy a skin disease were made clean men once lame were walking again people once isolated and ostracised from being in community were made whole and included once again, and so on and on. And so this is what the official would have had in his mind. So Jesus's words didn't put him off, he persisted. Please do this, Jesus, before my son dies. Please come. And this official who was used to being the one to give orders and get an immediate response was now powerless. In the 12 steps that people in recovery use, step one is about acknowledging our powerlessness over people, places and things. Before we get to a step one, it might look like, I need this, you need to do this for me. It's her fault, it's his fault look at my life, it's a mess. And then we realise we are powerless over any of that stuff. And so we come to surrender to something. We're not even sure, always sure what it is, but we know we need something. And it's often something physical that we talk about. In verse 50, Jesus responds now differently. The official has said, you come, But Jesus says, no, you go, your son will live. It would seem that Jesus is reminding us that he asks us to follow and then the evidence comes afterward. In the recovery 12 steps, step one leads to step two. Having admitted I am powerless, I come to believe that a power greater than myself can restore me. God often uses our current need to drive us to find more than what we thought we actually needed. And we read as we go on in John chapter four, that the official took Jesus at his word and he went immediately. A step of faith if ever there was one. He couldn't see what the result would be because remember he had 27 Ks to return home. But it was while he was on his way home that his servants meet up with him with news that the boy is living, not just getting better, not just improving, but living. There had been an immediate healing. Who we've been in our past or what has happened in our past does not need to stop the promises of God in our future. Hallelujah. While we are on our way through life, things can change. We discover what he promises when we present God with our powerlessness. What does he promise? Strength when we feel most weak, hope despite it still looking bleak, peace that all will be well, vision for the future when once there was only despair for tomorrow, joy when once there were so many layers of shame, That we'd lost count. The final piece in this story for us is when the official got home, when he'd walked those 27 k's and his son is now very much alive but the greater miracle is still to be recorded in the final verse of chapter 4 verse 53 where it says that that royal official and all his household believed believed in Jesus, Son of God. When one person gets well, there's always a flow on effect. Our prayer may have been for physical healing, but something far greater can be received, to come to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. What are you feeling powerless over today? What request are you coming before God with and believing that he is the answer? What are you experiencing of his goodness in your area of influence today? And where are you seeing him at work in miraculous ways? May God bless you.
0: That was the message from Beth. We thank her for her uh, godly wisdom and and guidance there and hope that you were able to get something uh, from that message this week. Uh, That's all we have time for for the Shire Salvos podcast uh, this week. Certainly hope you've enjoyed it and uh, praying for everyone um, around the the Southern Shire and I guess further afield that's involved with our church family and looking forward to being reunited with you at church this Sunday, the 7th of March. Claire, as always, uh, great to be doing the Shire Salvos podcast with you. Thanks so much for your attendance here tonight.
1: <laughs> no worries. I mean, it is in our spare bedroom. So, you know, it was it was a, it was a big thing for it was me a long to come log. in. Here. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but no, looking forward to seeing everyone next Sunday when we get together again. Um, yeah, happy week.
0: So we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the Shire Salvos podcast. But until then, stay safe, be kind to one another, and God bless.